Uh, welcome to this Miley Podcast number 24. 24, 24. We're almost at our 25th anniversary. That's right. Um, I just got back from China a few hours ago this morning. Nice. Straight off the fucking jet plane. <laughs> um, so yeah, thank you for joining us this week. It is uh, July 27th, end of the month. We're almost uh, in August. We still have President Trump. And <laughs> if you're still listening... Uh, we appreciate it. So please like us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, Facebook, SoundCloud. I already said that. Yep. Anyway, you guys know the drill. Uh, if you like it, please tell your friends about it. That is the best way. Leave a five-star review. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, this week, I don't know what the fuck we're going to talk about. Oh, and also the the plug the show for next oh, week. Oh, you do if that. You do that. Cause you, if yeah. you're in the Bay Area, San Jose, South Bay Area, there's going to be a show that this Madre is putting on, one of our first shows. Hopefully, um, we can do more of them, but um, we're bringing... You ready for this? I'm not ready. Hold on. Now I'm ready. I'm re- now I'm ready. Motherfucking El Dusty. Um, who is a uh, artist from Corpus Christi? He's been nominated for a motherfucking Grammy. Really? Yeah. Um, I was not aware of that. <laughs> Grammy nominated, Grammy nominated artist. There we go. There you uh, go. El Dusty, and he'll be playing at the Ritz uh, August sixth, Sunday, August sixth, uh, here in San Jose, downtown San Jose. Uh, we'll add some links and shit to the description. So if you're in the Bay Area, or maybe not, maybe you want to fly out here and, and check it out. Um, yeah, that is encouraged. It, it, the cool thing is that uh, we're also gonna like Sammy's uh, as one Yerbas will be hosting the event, and yep. we've been try- trying to figure out some way to do some sort of live events for a while, right? Um, whether it was like a comedy thing or maybe a screening of some of our content, yeah. Um, but we kind of have never been able to pull it together. Uh, this opportunity came up and we're super excited about it and hopefully it'll be a test for what we might be able to do in the future. For uh, sure. But definitely it's cool to have music as part of it because that's what people want. Yep. And uh, definitely if there are artists out there like El Dusty who um, want to come out and do this sort of thing, then I think it'd be dope to continue to do it. For sure. I think also to think it'd be dope to do it like in other places. Um, that way we do kind of the partial like meet and greets. Yep. Uh, but I think we could pull some people in LA, you know, Dallas, Houston. Fort Worth, Houston, um, and do like a little roadshow sort of thing in the future. But um, yeah. that would be a lot of fun. And I think it's just a matter of kind of pulling it together and, and figuring out the format. So I think this is the first opportunity to do that. And that's next. That's it's going to be this Sunday. If you're listening, if you're listening, to this, right, right, yeah, right, right, right. It's August this 6th, Sunday, yeah. August sixth in downtown San Jose. Uh, but check out the links. You, we'll put up a link on thismother.com. Cool. You can check it out there. Um, so you just got back from the mother, one, not our motherland, but... Somebody's mother. <laughs> <laughs> Every land is somebody's motherland, <laughs> so technically I just got back from the motherland. Yeah. Um, I got back from uh, Hong Kong this morning. Uh, it was kind of a literally shitty flight. Uh, I know you guys probably don't want to hear this, but I don't know. I think they, they do. They didn't want to do. Uh, shit stories are on. Yeah, I got the shits on the airplane. I literally, well, here's the thing, dude. I had Mexican food last oh, night. Oh, shit, in China? In China, at an That's Irish pub. That's where you pub, fucked up. At an Irish pub. <laughs> oh, my God. I went to an Irish pub called McClaney's or some shit like huh. that in Shenzhen, and they had crunchy tacos, so I had two chicken and two beef, and they were actually Ooh. not very good. But they had the La Costeña uh, sauce. Oh, really? Nice. Uh, you know, you can, you they made it out store. there? Yeah. yeah. And so I just covered them in that shit. And uh, and I had four Coronas, which is... I 
and then I uh, just yeah. So this <laughs> cut morning, to the, yeah, cut this morning. I uh, went to the airport. Well, yesterday, anyway. Yeah. And I was walking to the airport, and I was like, my stomach doesn't feel right. My stomach doesn't feel right. In Hong Kong. In Hong. Well, yeah, because when you're in Shenzhen, you fly out of Hong Kong if you're flying yeah. international. Mm-hmm. It's only an hour away. Mm-hmm. Um, I stayed the night in Shenzhen, and then I take a van in the morning, cross the border into Hong Kong, and then fly out of Hong Kong. Um, so yeah, I'm walking around Hong Kong and I'm like, eh, my stomach feels kind of fucked. And sure enough, I get on the plane and I'm like, eh, eh, it's just not feeling good, not feeling right. And then they gave me a, I was like, I asked for a sparkling water and that was it's all, like every, all, it was a poor decision. Yeah. Yeah. It was like from all the night before bubbly <laughs> and everything just kind of started bubble gutting. Like yep. as soon as I had that sparkling water Shit. and then they're like, please put on your seatbelts. We're going to depart. And I was like, fuck, I haven't handled this yet. And then they fucking taxied for 40 minutes Shit. while I was sitting there. I was, like, seriously, like, doing, Did like, you not have time to go in the airport before? Oh, shit, just I, tr- I did, but it wasn't ready, dude. <laughs> it, the, the, storm, formed yet. the storm wasn't, like, fully <laughs> formed the yet. the eye of the storm. The eye of the storm, yeah, yeah. It was just a tip came out uh, in the <laughs> airport. And, oh, yeah, that's so fucking foul. And, uh, dude, I was sitting in my chair like doing yoga breathing like, so that i did not shit my pants like i was just like i was just like squirming around i was like oh my god i feel Fuck. like shit and then uh they still hadn't taken off and like i saw the flight attendant and i waved at her and i was like and she's like what and i was like i have to go to the bathroom right now i'm gonna be sick was it an american uh, stewardess or an uh, flight attendant i don't know there they she was asian she okay okay English, but she may have been hong kongese or something but she, she was just like Okay. <laughs> code then, red? Yeah. No, I definitely had a code red. I forgot about that. I had a fucking legit code red yeah. on the flight before it even took off. And so I took a fucking massive dump on the uh, tarmac at Hong Kong. Nice. And I got in my seat and I felt a lot better. Uh-huh. And then they took off. And then I, and then it hit again, the second round. Shit. The second wave of... How long is the flight again? From Is it Hong Kong hours. to SFO? Yeah, 12 hours. But it, this was only literally after we took off <laughs> mm-hmm. and before they turned off the seatbelt. Yeah. Be between, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, take, you know? And it hit again, and Shit. I was just, like, code reading again. Fuck. And, like, I was, like, standing up, and the woman was like, seatbelts, please. <laughs> seatbelts. And somebody else tried to get up. Seat oh, belts. my God. And then, like, I tried to get up again, and she's like, I'm sorry, um, you need to blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you guys are taking forever. Yeah. I told her that, and she's just like, I'm sorry, we're just doing our jobs. <laughs> I was just like, well, you need to do it faster because whatever. That's fucking hilarious. I think she realized. I that. bet you there's a yeah, continuous out of these things. No, no. So I handled it. Basically, long story short, I think I fucking took like seven dumps on that. Fuck. And I was completely like empty by the time we landed. Shit. Yeah. And at the very end, the woman was like, the stewardess was like, um, she's like, is your, she's like, is your tummy feeling better? <laughs> I was like, I was like, like, yeah. like, don't come over here again. Yeah. No. And actually, I apologize to her. I was like, actually, yes, I'm feeling much better after the first six hours. Uh-huh. Uh, and I was like, I'm sorry, I was rude. I was, I'm, I was not feeling well. She's like, I know, I'm sorry. She's like, uh, you know, I, I, <laughs> I apologize for the bathroom. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she was like, I was gonna offer you some alka seltzer uh, at some point, but you had fallen asleep. I was like, yeah, I just needed to. I didn't say this, but I, I needed to just get everything out of my system. Yeah, everything that entered in China is now gone. <laughs> it is probably in a suit. I don't know where they put septic tank. Septic or tank at SFO or something. Yeah. <laughs> I went. I, I bet you there's people who shit their pants like in flights. Um, 
I wonder what the statistic is of people who shit their pants like on a day to day basis. Yeah. It's gotta happen. But you weren't one of them. But I was, luckily, I was just, close. I was, I was like thinking. I was like, thank God, I have. A, I brought my shit. Like my shit. I brought my luggage carry on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was like, if I shit my pants, but, it's gonna smell fucking awful. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm gonna have to change. And shit. but I mean, I was literally gonna shit my pants. I, it felt awful. Damn. Um. I haven't shit my pants in a long time. You've shit your pants before? Yeah, I remember the... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I might as well share that story. <laughs> well, that was like four, four years, years ago. ago. And what was your kind? brother's birthday? When's your... Yeah, August 31st. Yeah, August so literally 30th. coming up on the, the year anniversary. It was... Uh, we were filming our very first Desmadre video. You should check it out if you haven't seen it. It's Gawama Negra. It's our, literally our very first video. Um, it's about um, a Mexican luchador uh, abandoning his luchador baby at the pyramids in, Teotihua- uh, in Teotihuacan. And we were in Mexico. It was me, Jesus, um, Jesus's wife, and Jesus's mom. And was Ray there? Was he there with us? Yeah, he, yeah, was, he was, right? Yeah, he's in the so, photos. So it's yeah. basically all, a lot. Um, uh, Jesus's mom, my immediate his wife, family, yeah, his yeah. immediate family, yeah. his br- his brother, and then his brother's fiance. Even, even Erica. And oh, that's right. Everyone was Fuck. there, dude. Oh, I blocked that shit out of my yeah. fucking memory. But anyways, so we all go to Teotihuacan, and initially I thought we were just gonna. It's gonna. It was gonna be us two, or just us two and like uh, Larissa. But then it was like, oh, then yeah, the whole family was going to come. I was like, bug. Yeah. Not, not because, I mean, I, I love spending time, you know, with family. But we were about to do some stupid shit where I was wearing a goddamn luchador <laughs> mask at the Teotihuacan and doing stupid shit. So anyway, so it's a family affair. Um, yeah, it's, you know, when you go to Mexico, sometimes your stomach just starts to get fucked up when the first couple of days. Long story short, uh, we get to the pyramids in Teotihuacan. We get off the bus and I shit my pants. I literally just I got off and I shit my pants. I was like, fuck. Like, literally, as we're walking up into the entrance of the Teotihuacan of the pyramids. <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck. I knew what had happened immediately. I was like, damn it. Did you think you were just going to fart? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I just went uh, to the bathroom. I was like, hey, I'll be right back. And then luckily, I had a, I think I was, tr- I, had, I had met up with you guys from our you aunt's house. You were at your dad's house. Yeah, or at my, from my dad's side of the family. So yeah. I had all my clothes with me. Yeah. If that, if I, if I didn't have clothes, I don't know what the fuck I would have done. But I basically just, I switched my boxers. I threw them away. I, I basically threw away those pants and those boxers and switched into some other shit and uh, into some other pairs of boxers and, sh- and pants. And then I walked out and I just shook my head. I was like, and then we filmed it, and then, yeah, then we, we filmed it. yeah, <laughs> the sacrifice people. Yeah, the so if you watch that video, like the where the all the footage of us in Teotihuacan, like I had just shit my pants like five minutes before. I've never shit my pants. Really? No. Oh shit. No. That was that was literally like the only time, and then yeah, maybe like when I was younger, but that was the that was like the most definitely the most recent the most recent and the most sort of epic just yeah. location wise and <laughs> that was that was fucking montezuma's revenge right yeah, there yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i remember once in middle school this friend of mine this poor guy man he was like this indian guy i forget his name but start with the v vikram vikram <laughs> yeah vikram fucking shit his pants at school uh-huh. and um i guess they went and told him to just put on like his gym shorts for the rest of the day yeah but dude like he had shit so bad that it got on his socks and he was wearing the socks all day, and he smelled like shit. Like, Damn. like why wouldn't you go home? <laughs> it sucks, man. If you're an educator out there and yeah, you work with yeah, kids, yeah. man, 
just, just send him home. For sure. God, that's fucking cruel. The poor guy was walking around all day smelling like shit, and you could see shit sm- splashes God on his socks. damn. And he was wearing, like, these shorts that he would never normally wear. Holy shit. <laughs> Literally. Uh, oh, man. No, I've never. I was just, like, at some point, too, like, later on in the flight, I was like, I got to fart. And I was like, nah, <laughs> nope, nope, getting up, going to the bathroom, <laughs> not farting on this flight, because that's just a disaster. Um, it's hilarious. All right, so that's 12 minutes spent on we trade shit stories. Um, <laughs> hold on. on. There's a, there's a, <laughs> hold up. Hold up. I just got an update via text message. <laughs> so I have my, my coworkers are still out there. Yeah. And, like, I texted them when I landed. I yeah. said, hey, did any of you guys, uh, you know, get hit last night? Because yeah. I just fucking, like, was pissing out my ass the whole flight. Yeah. And then he just replied because it's, like, 5 in the morning. He says, nope. I would kill for any sort of movement right now. <laughs> <laughs> so he's got the opposite. Effects, yeah. Basically, what I happen to be, I think, is that like yeah. you just eat so much and you're like you're so out of whack when you travel. That anyway. Yeah. Lovely talk. Lovely yeah. talk. Um, but it was a good trip. Otherwise, um, I bought a dope hat, which I'm actually wearing one of them right now. This is not anything special, but it's <laughs> just a clean black hat that I liked. Nice. But the other hat, which was in our Instagram feed which is hilarious. There was this shop in Suzhou at a place. It was called Another Black Shop. <laughs> and it was like just like hip-hop wear, you know? Yeah. Um, that was pretty funny. Yeah, Asians like their hip-hop culture for sure. Yeah, they're, they're so literal that it's fucking actually cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, this is actually pretty dope. Yeah. Um, and the cool thing about that store was that they had a lot of stuff that was like really pro-Chinese hmm. and like fuck America. Oh shit! Like in a cut, but it was like in a cool way. I was yeah, like, yeah. this is dope. Huh. Like these guys don't give a shit. They're <laughs> not trying to like you know kiss ass and like trying to be American. They're like, nah, fuck it. This is our Chinese brand. Like, yeah, fuck yeah. You guys. That's pretty cool. Um, and that's that's actually a first. I haven't seen a lot of stuff like that. Shit. Um, what else? I had Mexican food another time. It was pretty foul. <laughs> Uh, you saw the Instagram story they put up like a week yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, that was like not good either. They had like tor- like it was at Crunchy Tacos and it tasted mm-hmm. like they bought the Ortega shells <laughs> at the store and then microwave. Oh, that's them. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, were yeah, like yeah, all yeah. fucking that's dry right. and. Ugh. But I ate that shit. So um, do you ever, you'd never eat street food when you're there? Is there street food in Shenzhen? It's all over the place. I'm not all. It's very easy to find street food. It's all over, really. What is it exactly, or what? Um, there's all sorts of weird shit, man. Like, you know, like, uh, a lot of seafood sort of stuff, like fucking grilled octopus hmm. and like, and then there's a shitload of like chicken feet. Hmm. Like they, what they, the fuck? they're kind of like chicken feet are like chicken wings over here huh. where like people just love to like fucking snack really? on them, you know? And there's a bone in oh, the, there's the whole fucking foot. You just barely eat the fucking skin and shit off of it. Huh. Like, I guess you, there's th- not a lot. Is there? Of, like, of like skin or, or actual you know what dude i've never had <laughs> but they are there and basically if you go to a chicken like foot place uh-huh. they'll have like racks of different they're like just like chicken wings have different seasonings yeah, yeah. so they have like the spicy one the hmm. this one the that what one the you know fuck? and there's like a shitload of different chicken huh. like chicken feet prepared different ways yeah um it that's super super and they're like in markets i'm assuming or some sort of or they're just like you can go to markets and there's like the night markets and then they have a ton of street food, yes. Yeah. And a lot of weird shit like bugs and like Damn. snake and like bleh. What the fuck? Weird shit like do that. Do most of the people that, like uh, Americans who are working, do they mostly stay away from that shit? Oh, or? yeah. Really? 
you might go try it the first time or two you're there because yeah, like, like oh. as a like a young twenty three year old engineer. Or something. Yeah, you're like, Ooh, I'm in China. <laughs> shit. But after that, you're just like, I don't want to get sick. Yeah, I want to go home and resume my life. So you just try to. <laughs> you know what's funny is is that the uh, factory we're working at. There's so many people from uh, my company now that they basically get like an American, like a Western hotel to come in and cater the food. Really. And, and it's like sense. a JW Marriott. Yeah. But it's hilarious because they have like waiters from the hotel mm-hmm. and like a chef, a Western chef, like mm-hmm. this guy's like Australian or something. And he's standing and he's like, welcome. And they, they, but it's, it's hilarious. Like, because like they, like they put it on, like you're at the hotel. They're like, welcome to the JW Marriott. Oh, yeah. bitch, I'm in a factory. <laughs> like literally you are in a factory and uh-huh. it's like a shitty room that they've converted into oh, a shit. kitchen. Oh, I see. I and see. But yeah, they're yeah. dressed as if they're oh, at the hotel funny. and they have tags and they just make like, just typical yeah like what what can i help you with sir Uh another shit you know and you're like like when you walk up they're like thank you for thank you for dining with us yeah bitch i'm only here because i got nowhere else to go (laughs) like (laughs) nowhere else to go nowhere else i've actually like my one of my coworkers got sick the first day like just like me like Mm -hmm. but he he, it hit him fast like like an hour later he's like oh I don't, I don't feel good. Mm-hmm. And he's like, how, are you feeling? Is, are you guys everybody feeling okay? <laughs> or like, dude, you hit the sushi. Like, fuck that. I don't <laughs> eat raw food, man. Like if you, if I don't Not abroad, eat, yeah. I don't, yeah. Like even like, like salads. I'm like, I don't know if they wash that right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, ugh. no. At one time I got sick out there from eating seafood at a buffet, like a hotel buffet. And uh-huh. I was out for like four days. Shit. Like, shitting vomiting son of a bitch fever do they give you does your uh, company or people that work out there do they give any like warnings or yeah. uh, it sounds like it's set up to where yeah. you kind of have the option to have like the american family. food yeah. or they feed you yeah or, yeah yeah and they give you a really good like per diem <clears throat> so you can go eat like you can eat at the hotel like room mm-hmm. service every night if you want to if you want to and yeah. actually the hotels most of them during most of the year they have like what they call like a box lunch mm-hmm. and so in the morning before you leave you can pick up a hotel box lunch which oh, is nice. like a sandwich and yeah yeah i don't know what the fuck else i've never gotten huh. them but they try to make it as pain-free as possible yeah and that's not because they're being nice it's because they need you to be fucking working and not right <laughs> like yeah, yeah. vomiting and shitting all yeah. day <laughs> Like if one person gets food poisoning and it spreads through the whole team, like you could wreck a whole project for sure. So yeah, it's in their best interest to do that. Hmm. Uh, but anyway, it was a good trip. I'm back. Really glad to be back. I'm going to Shasta this weekend. Hopefully, I don't drink too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that usually does happen. Um, and I don't know. I don't know what else. Uh, I've been really reading a lot. I feel like when I travel, I do have more time to read. Yeah. Uh, so I've been reading a lot of, like, obviously keeping up with all the politics. Yeah. And all this craziness with fucking Spicer getting yeah. bumped. Yeah. And now this fucking clown Scaramucci. Yeah. Um, obviously what's going on with uh, the Russia pro with Jared getting... Uh, it wasn't technically subpoenaed, right? Cause I'm not sure. I, I did the opposite. I had to fucking finish, like, I was no, just telling you, I was just, project, like, working yeah. on... Just like fucking hunkered down here in the in the studio, editing away. But uh, I keep up like vaguely. I didn't. Um, I just kind of skimmed the headlines. I wasn't actually kept up this week as I should have. Yeah. So Kushner went in and like testified, but it wasn't <coughs> under oath. Yeah. Um, 
and he basically said that he did not collude and his uh, you know the excuse is that he did not know yeah what he was going to that meeting for <laughs> it's basically ignorance right and i think it's looking like i'm not sure how they do this how do you prove that there is collusion right but certainly like the easiest and the biggest uh, most obvious way to do it is if like there are financial transactions that's the really right. the, the simplest way right yep. that's why i think trump is so afraid of them yeah, yeah, his yeah, tax yeah, returns that's yep. why he's never done that mm-hmm. but it sounds like mueller is taking the investigation there yeah and i keep thinking like mueller is the only hope but it really is going to be up to public pressure i think like if people keep putting that pressure people keep putting that pressure then then Mueller will do his job and Mueller cannot get fired. Yeah. I mean, he can get fired, but if he does, oh my gosh, it is going to be a fucking shit show. But um, anyway, I posted this thing on, I don't think I put it on the, the this Madre Facebook or Instagram, mm-hmm. but I read this book. I don't know if you said that. I put the title of this book on my Instagram called uh, On Tyranny. I don't think I did. So um, if you're listening to this and you care at all about these politics uh, of, of what's going on right now and, and whatever, but... Uh, there's a book called On Tyranny by Timothy Snyder. Uh, <laughs> Timothy Snyder is a, a history professor at, I think, Yale. Um, and so the book is On Tyranny, 20 Lessons from the 20th Century. This book you will read in uh, one to two hours, depending on how slow you read. <laughs> um, I, I actually read very slow, and I read it in about an hour and a half. Hmm. Um, it's fucking amazing. And it, it is kind of like I'm I'm – considering this is like you know how people used to carry like the ten commandments sort of thing or not the ten commandments but the constitution bible the copy of the constitution here like people say like i heard my constitution whatever like the yeah um so this thing is like literally 20 things that you know americans need to be aware of and do to defend democracy in our current times Hmm. and uh drawing on lessons from the 20th century uh, of of other like authoritarian uh, leaders and regimes, be that Hitler or um, Stalin or Pol Pot, Pol Pot, or yeah, any of these like heavy-handed like leaders, and mm-hmm. and it's crazy. Like actually, I mean, the book is really simple, and what's crazy is how simple it is, and how not so much empowered, but how like uh how important you realize the messages once you read that thing. Hmm. Um I'll definitely check it out. And and it's it's crazy because um they're they're actually like he gives like not they're not le- they're not just lessons but he says like this is what you should do. Like this is what every citizen should do hmm. regarding every single point. And one of the things that really stood out to me this week with regards to what's going on in the news and also uh, com- with regards to his lessons there um, one of the lessons is something about like, um, like stick to your professional standards of whatever your profession is. So if you're a journalist and you know, there's a code of ethics for journalists, like mm-hmm. he basically says like, remember your code of ethics, don't bend. If you're a doctor, remember your code of ethics as a doctor, your code of ethics as a doctor is to do no harm, mm-hmm. right? If you're a policeman, your code of ethics is like to protect and serve. Hmm. If you're an attorney, your code of ethics is the constitution yeah and basically like he basically says like don't bend those rules for anything like and and because not only is that like kind of what you're supposed to do but that gives you a shield to sit like basically like if if trump 
starts telling police officers to do something mm -hmm. and they listen, they're breaking their own code of ethics. Yeah. And what this guy is saying is like your code of ethics in your profession or whatever can shield and save the country because you're not supposed to listen to a, an authoritarian. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and it really struck my, it struck a nerve with me this week because I read a couple, well, number one, um, the number of like deportations that are happening and then there was an article that was going around about an uh, an agent from ICE who uh, I think I shared on my personal Facebook page. Yeah, just keep going. Um, but there's an ICE agent who basically talked about how all, like, a ton of these ICE agents are really, like, emboldened and how he's saying that, like, they just don't give a fuck right now and they feel like they can do whatever they want, which is basically agents breaking their code of ethics yeah. like they're not doing what they signed up for anymore yeah they're yeah. just like doing what they want yeah. and then whatever they feel empowered to do right and when he's drawing lessons from the 20th century it's really crazy because he talks about like that's exactly what happened in nazi germany yeah is that like police officers fell. started helping the ss mm -hmm. and maybe and they start thinking like they're like oh well i'm not actually killing them i'm just doing my job because i'm i'm following what the leaders tell me yeah, to yeah, do yeah. right that's not really the code of ethics. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. not supposed to listen to leaders blindly. You're supposed to protect and serve or whatever, you know? Yep. You're supposed to follow the Constitution. And, like, basically, like, it, like, people can, uh, it's crazy how people allow themselves to be ruled by these tyrants and who, like, they start following along. Yep. That's one of the reasons why, like, on the on the plane ride back, I saw the pianist and I was like, oh, I'm going to hmm. watch this because yeah, I yeah. had just been re reading this book. I see, yeah. And I was like, I just, I'm just curious to see this movie because I haven't seen it in a long time. Yeah, yeah. Um, But what's dope is that, like, and I always say this, I, like, fucking, this is kind of repetitive, but I'm like, look, the history kind of repeats itself. These are, like, yeah. patterns, man. And when you get into... Um, the 20th century history specifically because it's pretty relatively recent like yep. it's so like obvious like why why are we doing this again yeah 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 Um, and it's crazy it's just like these it literally is like a few really rich people who want like power concentrated in their hands who believe that that's yeah. a better way to rule than democracy uh -huh. and in this country I was listening to KPFA. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you ever listen to KPFA? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's some, like, NPR on, like, For sure, yeah. fucking hit a heroin, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, and they were talking about another book, which I bought as well. Um, but it's, like, uh, it goes into the history of the right-wing movement in modern America and how it's been fueled by um, well-funded think tanks and institutions some by the Cook brothers, basically. Yeah. And these are, like, ultra-libertarian groups. And they're trying to make libertarianism sound cool. But at the end of the day, like... These are things that are really detrimental to, like, most citizens. Sure. Like, it's just, like, fucking Charles Cook and his brother or whatever. Yeah, it is. yeah. Um, but it's the same shit, man. It is the same shit. But people got to read these books, man, because it just, like, makes you, like, oh, fuck. Like, I don't think the people that need to be reading them will, unfortunately, or they're not. Like, or people that are, like, the ICE agents who are, who are falling into... Um, into yeah, but... Into but it, yeah, that's true, but that's true. That That, I mean... Maybe, maybe not, but I think it's important to talk about it. Like for us, like it's important, even though like yeah, we have yeah. a huge li listenership or whatever. But like honestly, like I know like I know two border patrol agents, hmm. they're Mexican American, you know. Yeah. And like, I, I part of me was thinking like when I was thinking about this, I was like, man, like how the fuck could you be a border patrol agent right now? What fucking shame! But then I'm like, no, it's actually really important 
that we have people like <laughs> yeah yeah you know on side or on the right side whatever the fuck that yeah means. like because you're always <clears throat> like if you we, we live in right now like we live in a world where there are borders and there's gonna be border patrol and if there were no mexican american border patrol it was just a bunch of fucking yeah douchebag bros or whatever yeah, yeah, then yeah. it would be awful <laughs> like i would imagine right Unless, for sure you know, they're not all boy scouts um so like I you know I think it's really important to like spread the word on this sort of thing. If, yeah, if you're yeah. a reader, if you're a listener to this show, really do check out uh, On Tyranny. It literally just like an hour and a half read, and it is super super dope. Um, and it's a it's a easy read. Nice. Um, I'll put that up on our uh, Instagram and shit. But and you should read it too. It nice. also made me think like regarding the project that we're going to that we're working on in the background. Yeah. I was like this is this should be like guiding principles for like our content in some <laughs> way cuz it's just like it's really cheesy but like in terms of like what you if there's any sort of like social impact like this is a really good coda yeah, to yeah. kind of follow, you know, follow right now. Yeah. Um the other interesting thing though that came up when I was reading that is that in terms of Hillary um mm-hmm. yeah because a lot of people like talk about how like you know well they stole the election from hillary or from bernie yeah. right sure you know there's an internal politics uh versus i think like externally you can argue that you know well that's kind of part party inter-party beef versus yeah. like russia like yeah, interfering yeah. in the election and like some oligarch or whatever um but there the one thing that out of the 20th century book or the on tyranny is that there's um there's two dangers, and one of the dangers is a danger of a uh, movement of politics towards authoritarianism, which is, I think, what we're seeing right now. Yep. But there's also a danger of uh, effectively, like, what's kind of like complacency, or what it's. Um, I forget the name. There's a term, but it's basically like once politicians and governments start assuming inevitability. Mm-hmm. There's an inevitability, a politics of inevitability. And you think, oh, like status quo is the best. And this is what's going to happen. Everything is great. And I think that's what has happened or what happened with Democrats, especially over eight years with Obama. Yeah. Like people got complacent and you see all this like uh, social liberal progress and people thought it was inevitable and mm-hmm. they let their guards down. Mm-hmm. And when people th- the other problem is that when when certain politicians are part of that that inevitability leads to a concentration of power as well mm-hmm. where people become like too cocky and they assume that they deserve it because it's inevitable yeah this is inevitable it's for the good of mankind sure and i think in many ways that's what happened with hillary mm-hmm. where they became like these inevitable politicians who thought they had the right to rule yep. because yep. they're on the right side of history sure, or whatever sure. and people don't like that people like you should be able to choose right right everybody right. wants a leader who starts assuming that they deserve it for sure and i think that's where a lot of hatred against hillary came up absolutely yeah um and it, so yeah for me the book was really game-changing in terms of kind of like giving me like a frame of reference for yeah. understanding a lot of stuff that's going on and now i'm on to a bigger one which is like a 400 page version <laughs> of like this guy oh, shit. Dude. Um, so maybe i can get through that at shasta but man i'm fucking rambling i'm just super psyched about that book People nice i'll definitely check it out book. yeah I was thinking, I was like, man, if I was like a fucking multimillionaire, I'd buy like fucking thousands of, like tens of thousands of these and just give them yeah. to fucking everybody because yeah. it's so useful. For sure. That just came out, I guess, earlier this year. Yeah, this guy's been making the rounds too. He's a historian. He's a top Eastern European historian at Yale. He's been on Bill Maher. I found like, 
He's been talking about this book on a lot of shows, <clears throat> and he he talks about a lot of this on when he was on Bill Maher, um, Timothy Snyder. Check him out. Nice. What else? The fuck. Um, I witnessed my my witnessed my friend's wedding last week. Oh shit! <laughs> That's right. Yep. How was that? It was pretty. Was it just you three or? Yeah, pretty much. Really. Yeah, I mean, I guess uh, I don't. I don't fucking know about how what the like actual logistics are of people getting married, but I guess you you have to, or how does that work with like you you get married by like a particular state or something, and then you, um, does it matter what state you do it in, or is there a difference between like um, doing it here in California versus any other state? That, um, that's a good question. I don't know, but. Uh, but yeah basically yeah my uh, my good friend from um, middle school and high school he's out here and son of a bitch that's my phone he's out here (laughs) he's out here in uh san francisco in the bay area and he just got married um to a man to a man (laughs) no but i was a witness yeah and it was pretty like dry and like formal you know you just go to the courthouse and uh i guess like some like it's not a judge but it's like some notary uh, kind of makes him sign paperwork, and then you actually have they, she, the the woman, the notary actually goes up and like marries them effectively, and then I had to sign like my name and. Uh, so did you figure out why they did it out here? Or? I don't think I think they just want to. Um, they're just trying to get it out of the way, and it's kind of funny. They they were telling me that their parents were both respectively like pissed that they weren't here. They wanted to like be there for whatever reason and. You know, they they were like super casual about it. They literally wore like t-shirt and jeans, and and it took like the whole the whole time. It took like thirty minutes, <coughs> and then we, um, yeah, that that was it. And then we just like went to have a drink, and then I fucking came back here. But that's my first friend who. Uh, that is a little weird, man. Is it? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think I, they don't, were just, I mean, I don't understand the reason, like why, like what was the rush? Because they're not having their like thing until. Yeah, next year. Yeah, next year. So I mean, it's not weird. It's just a yeah. little. It's just modern, for the new generation. Um, but yeah, no. I it's, mean, what's it's, weird is that they would invite you too. I th- they, they were just wanted to. <laughs> that you need a witness. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, it wasn't like. A... <coughs> I mean, but it's uh, what I'm saying is that it's not like oh, like this spur of the moment, like really romantic thing. We're gonna yeah, run yeah, off yeah. and do this. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Sammy, could you meet us at the courthouse? Yeah, 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 you yeah. Know? <laughs> Uh, but that was cool. Um, it, it's my first friend, a uh, per- person in my immediate circle that uh, that's gotten married, or that's gonna get married. He's married. Yeah, yeah. He's married. That got married. So uh, congratulations to him. Uh, he actually just left. I wanted him to be on this shit, but he was like really busy for studying for the bar. And so that was tight. Yeah, I mean. I don't like no no one else of my friends is like in a real like committed relationship except for you except for me yeah and um so we'll see what happens no pressure to get married not really nah <laughs> my cousin actually our cousin from Mexico hit me up yesterday uh, randomly I talked to him for like an hour and a half on the phone I don't keep up with our family in Mexico whatsoever just a fucking cock and um he's a, one of our cousins who's a little bit older than i am i think he's like 32 or 33 so he's like six or seven years older in between sammy and i yeah basically and he um I, when i would go to mexico you know he would be the part of the crew of cousins that i would hang out with and he was always like a really funny guy and uh, we got along really well but yeah you know after 
college essentially i just stopped or after high school really i stopped kind of going to mexico as frequently you know you go with your parents you go with your family and then um so i talked to him he just hit me up out of the blue he's like hey man how, how you been and uh he was just like yeah you know hit me up whenever you know i'm, I'm here and uh, we were talking about how like with your family in mexico or if you have like immigrant parents or like an immigrant or uh, family in a different country you just start losing your or not not everybody but i think you just start losing kind of like the native like i understand spanish perfectly well and i can kind of speak it well in in a way and i know like a lot of words i guess but then you just start losing like the the different ways of saying things or like certain like um like slang slang not not even not yeah colloquial not even that it's just like simple shit that you say here that you say in any in any language and i was telling i was like yeah you know i it's almost like just like laziness that you that you don't want to call because you know that if you call people that um your family in in mexico you're like fuck you know i'm gonna have to rack my brain to really like <laughs> to talk to them properly and that's that's exactly what happened yesterday it was awesome to talk to him and i, I really enjoyed talking to him but it was just like it'd be like uh, uh say, like how do you say this thing and you got the google translate yeah google translate so yeah um yeah honestly i don't ever call anybody down there <laughs> to be totally fucking honest with you uh, I don't either until he just randomly just decided to hit me up. Our other cousin who's from Mexico who lives in Australia hit me up a nice. few days ago. He's going to come out here in oh, January. Nice. Oh, time. So uh, hang out with him. Nice. Yeah, he's. We're international motherfuckers. Yep. The Martinez <laughs> clan. <laughs> you know what's interesting about uh, not this book because he doesn't go into detail, but the other one that I'm reading, which is about 20th century thought. Yep. Um, and it's by a guy who's, uh, he's now deceased, but he was a Jew from, born in, in, outside of London. But anyway, uh, the first chunk of the book, he talks a lot about, uh, European Jews and it, it really made me think, and it's making me think about the, the minority groups here and Latinos and basically how, like. I think we have somewhat of an impression here in the U.S., especially in modern times, if you don't study this, that, like, Jews are kind of like a united, like, mm-hmm. like they have a, you know, a pretty good, like... Like a common, like, yeah. tragedy or something. Yeah, like. yeah, you know, like they're like a uni- unified, like, mm-hmm. culture, if you will. For sure. Um, and that's not, not even, like, I, that's just like saying, like, normal Jews, because we know that, like, or Orthodox Jews are very different and whatever. Right, but right. let's just consider, like, a normal Jew, if you yeah. will, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you would think that they're all kind of the same, but um, uh, they've had a really interesting, and there's like, and this is this shouldn't be a surprise if you were to really start to think about it, but um, in reading about it is really interesting because he talks about like the different, like, because they're all immigrants, like in mm-hmm. every country, yeah, yeah, right, and so like he his dad was like Romanian Jew or something like that, and then his mother was like you know, Polish Jew or German Jew. And basically he, they talk about the different levels of like who thought who was better. Hmm. Like, like, and there was all like, and it reminds me of Latinos. Yeah. You know, even though you're, you know, it's, it's very, some of y'all tip our Elotero's card over you sons of bitches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like an Argentinian, like basically thinking he's better than a Mexican immigrant, yeah. you know? Yeah. 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 That's a really fucked up story. <laughs> um, 
but but yeah it reminded me a lot of that because he talks about how like you know there's all this like classism and uh intellectual in the 20th like in in the 1900s right right yeah i I mean even like 1800s and 1900s yeah and and the other interesting thing uh, because he he basically said his parents were from different camps uh, of, of classes, mm-hmm. but they were both somewhat lower classes, and so he's like, my mother would tell my dad, da da da, you're just a whatever Jew, and he was like, ah, oh, shut the fuck up, you're just a whatever, you, uh, yeah. whatever Jew, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. and so like basically like it's like Jews putting each other down. Huh. Actually, was is in Europe, it probably still is a very strong thing. Interesting, depending yeah. on what part of Europe you're from. Yeah, um, yeah, I think what you're saying, yeah. Of- of people thinking that they're common, especially here in America, you definitely get that sense that they are more unified or that they, um, the media would have you think that, yeah, yeah, you know, and like there's the whole Latino, like just the word Latino or mm-hmm. Hispanic, yeah, 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 is an attempt to do that. It's more of a marketing and an economic attempt for but sure, yeah, certainly at the ground level, it's not, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think people are cool and there's some sort of, sort of respect or whatever, but I mean. It's such big differences, man. Yeah, such yeah. big differences. But so that's really interesting to think to 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 kind of be confronted with that. When in my mind, you would always think, "Oh no, they're all cool with each other, or whatever." In the U.S., they seem like they are, I guess. For but, sure, yeah. Um, but there's that, and then uh, God, there was something else that came to mind when I was talking. About oh, the Argentina guy. <laughs> <laughs> man, that was fucked up. That guy got doxxed too, man. Yeah, like he got fucking outed. I wonder what he's doing right now. Um, I, I I always wonder what happens to those people, like when they get called out, like that that other woman in North Dakota who was yelling at those Muslim girls. Uh, did you did you see that? She no. was like this, like just like this large white woman who actually looked like a like a grown up garbage pail kid. Like I was, <laughs> I she, uh, it was some sort of uh, scuffle at a Walmart and the woman course, was trying to Yeah, course. yeah, yeah. She was trying to get That's by. my TV. Yeah, or they, no, it was outside and the woman was apparently trying to get by these it was like this um uh, group of Muslim girls. They were like in their 20s, early 20s. And the woman gets out and starts yelling at him. And the clip that you see is like, fuck Muslims. Like, you're you're all going to die. We're all going to kill you or some shit like that. And uh, yeah, she she got uh, she also got doxxed and she like lost her job and shit. So I always wonder, yeah, when, when that shit happens to those people, I'm assuming like if it was me, I would never do some shit like that. But if I was just like publicly shamed like that, I would just stay at home for like like a month or something and just try my hardest to like not be seen in public. You'd have to basically move. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for you, sure. You would have to move to like... And then, a, yeah, trying to find another job. Yeah, like. <laughs> yeah, you have to move. Like, think about what fucking, like, I mean, this is not even on the same level. It's actually worse. But the guy, <laughs> like the Stanford guy, Brock, oh, yeah. the rapist, mm-hmm. like, what's that fucker doing with his life now? For sure. Nothing. Yeah. Hopefully. I don't know. It's fucking nuts. Um, but yeah, that goddamn, <laughs> that clip of the Argentine dude, man, it was... Like why? How much of a? I think f- from his point of view, it was kind of like like more like a, a road rage incident, right? Because he's like, "No soy racista, soy argentino," yeah. you know, or whatever, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know. So for him, he's just like, "No, you're in the fucking way, and I'm pissed that you're in the way." Yeah, I'm trying to walk my dog. Right? Yeah, yeah. 
but obviously it became so much more because it's like this lowly like lowly quote i'm putting air quotes people if you're just listening but yeah. like it was a fucking latino like a mexican immigrant yeah it was like he 23 just, or something he's like he just fucking killed his like livelihood there um that's pretty infuriating to watch but that fool got chile all over him though right yeah he threw that yeah chile. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like what happened he's like ah he's taking his shirt off i was like why is he taking his shirt off i was like why is this red shit all oh damn he got fucking pepper sprayed by a straight elotero yeah dog. yeah you should have thrown the mayonnaise at him yeah too. yeah <laughs> son of a bitch yeah, yeah, that guy, he better fucking move back. He's going to have to leave L.A. For sure. I was wondering, yeah, I was like, damn, if some, like, cholos in L.A. like wanted to oh, go find him or something. They're going like, to fucking <laughs> beat his ass. Yeah, that guy does not have a future in L.A. Yeah. He, he, oh, yeah, apparently he was, like, a musician. He was, like, in an electronic metal band, and he was part of some, like, big uh, musicians union in L.A. He was also removed from that. So. Oh, really? They kicked yeah. him out? Mm-hmm. Wow. So he was rocking a dope Guns N' Roses God t-shirt. <laughs> Dude, um, I forgot about this, actually. I looked it up there, but, um, like, Guns N' Roses has some pretty shitty, like, very, very problematic songs. <laughs> like, uh, I, just, I just saw this the other so day. So does Too Short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I guess, Let's like, be real. <laughs> yeah, One in a Million. Do you remember this song? The Guns N' Roses song? I was a Guns N' Roses fan. I wasn't either, but, like. So here's some of the lyrics to <laughs> to One in a Million by Guns N' Roses. This is the second verse. Police and N-words. That's right. Get out of my way. Don't need to buy none of your gold chains today. Now don't need no bracelets. Clamped in front of my back. Just need my ticket till then. Won't cut you some slack. Da -da -da -da. Immigrants and F-words. They make no sense to me. They come to our country and they think they'll do as they please. Uh, like start some mini Iran or spread some fucking disease, and they talk to so many goddamn ways. It's all Greek to me. So I actually I, I wow. remember this song, and I don't remember that play really? chunk of it. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't even that. Maybe I'll, I'll recognize it I'll if I hear it. it. You can just play it right there on YouTube. Yeah, but the, once when I unplug this, oh, it like, yeah, fucks yeah. up the okay. thing. So one in a million. If I want to listen to it, just to um, make fun of it, and just never just fuck Guns and Roses. Definitely, Axl Rose is like very also douchey dude who makes sense that that guy was wearing a shirt but back to yeah the classism in latinos i mean that exists in in mexicans too not not even just yeah. within other yeah within other latin american countries like within mexico itself uh, i was actually just talking to my mom about this of all people because you know my mom for what it's worth like you know yeah it's that one that one yeah Yeah, yeah it's, almost, it's about to come out, yeah. yeah. What the f It's, I think it's on like their, uh, what? Yeah, it's what? Yeah, it's from that album. This is just shitty music, yeah? Yeah, yeah, right. I was, yeah, I was never a fan of, of yeah. that. Yeah. 
But yeah, I was talking to my <coughs> to mom. my mom about this kind of about. No, I'm, I'm my mom's like a uh, like a smart, funny person, but I don't think she necessarily totally understands what we're trying to do here with this madre. You know, not because she's uh, like against it in any in any way like that, but um, I was just yeah telling her or when I was even with my conversation with our cousin last night. Yeah about the content that we make and how it's um how we're in some ways we're like product uh products of immigrants and how we're um you know kind of like america like born in america and have a lot of sort of like american cultural god damn it references and um and how what we're trying to do is kind of a mixture of of kind of those both cultures on a very vague level and how like um and then we got into this discussion, yeah, about how um, how Mexican people can be very classist and yep. it's just it's something as simple as as like the uh, colorism. You know, if people who who are darker are seen as like more like um, I don't know, it's, it's almost devalued, like devalued, yeah, devalued, and yeah. it's that sort of thinking. That sort of thinking is really kind of simple, and it, you know, of like basically thinking that people who are darker are more indigenous and therefore maybe like more like barbaric or like backwards yeah yeah so more backwards yeah and people who are lighter skinned are seen as you know having come from like europe or whatever and it's more like um more like elegant or refined and it's just like a silly argument you know <laughs> like but it, it i think it's like really kind of prevalent in in all cultures not 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 just mexican people or latin american people but or with you know black people and and other other countries abroad so so what did that have to do with the content and your mom um i think we were just talking about how like um just how it was it wasn't like necessarily connected but we, it was just more like i was trying to explain to her like what we're trying to do with desmadre and trying to make uh or con- the content that we make and produce is very much like a combination of obviously like our mexican background and, and our, our american one yeah and how um, yeah, I don't know, actually remember, but it was in that same conversation. I forget how we how we got to talking yeah. about classism in in Mexico. But what was funny about my conversation with my cousin, our cousin yesterday, was like, I wish I knew how to speak English better because uh, you know I can't like watch all the videos sometimes. Uh, I was like, yeah, and then you just get lazy like trying to translate or trying to put subtitles in Spanish. And um, oh right, you know, because we, we used time, to do that at first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's a bit of work and. I guess we're lazy, but I'm lazy, and, and I want to get yelled at by people who speak Spanish that I fucking misspelled some shit, I forgot some <laughs> accents here and there. But um, yeah, I think I think uh, all that said, you know, I think as we've said before, I think um, things are headed seemingly in the, in the right way, or it seems that people are doing uh, producing a lot of really cool work. Yeah, and it's only a matter of just. Keep, gotta keep grinding keep grinding and yeah. eventually something will come of it what's frustrating is that um not to mention any names but the whole like <laughs> uh woke ism oh yeah and, and the fights that people get into online and yeah. the twitterverse about yeah, yeah, yeah. this and that and it's just like man if if i if we ever get we should just mention their name i mean they're not gonna listen to this or if they do it's like it's not like they're gonna but yeah, I'm sorry. I can't yeah, it's just it's so it's just such a waste of time, you know, for people to be like, oh, like 
how dare you say that you're not woke enough or you're appropriating this yeah. you're appropriating that i just feel like it's a lot of energy being wasted like yeah just like like you know we have you know we have relatives you know who i'm talking about who who don't agree with the, some of the shit we're doing and they're like well you know you're doing this and that and you're saying this and they're like well the best thing you can do is not watch it then <laughs> if you don't like it then don't watch it don't subscribe it's a lot of other content out there yeah you know if if it if it bothers you that much then turn it the fuck off and and maybe we'll stop doing it well you know yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but you know don't bother me with your shit like basically like you stirring up the hoarders nest is just making people do it more like i don't I don't know like yes yeah, it's, it's like the double-edged sword of um the internet of you know the good the, the good the positive and great side is you know there's like a lot more um accessibility to information and to communicate with other people and you know across the globe but then on the other hand i think it does lead to these sorts of like um people like kind of like you know mob mentalities of picking one side and then just just not wanting to actually have like a proper conversation Conversation, or discourse on the matter and yeah uh, i just keep thinking like these there's people arguing about this stuff and they're actually not that well informed yeah 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 yeah. it's just like you don't even know history man like this is just foolishness like just i it, it would behoove everyone like tremendously especially with what you're saying and that page that uses a pretty like strong name for their for their page to be doing that shit and um, yeah it's just yeah it's like this weird mixture of people wanting to be like famous or they want to be like kind of like instagram or tumblr famous but they're also kind of attempting to want to be like woke or they want to like be activists yeah and it all kind of gets blurred and I think it's to the ultimately kind of like it produces like a negative like effect in terms of actually getting real conversations and discussing things in in like a way that's actually constructive. And yeah, it's easy to just just be like, oh, like that person did this and they're they're not woke and this is problematic and there's nothing you can say that's going to change my mind about like they are wrong. They are problematic. Yeah. Period. You know, it's like, well, why? Or you should try and open it up a little more for sure yeah but that and then the i mean it's that and then it's the i guess a lot of people start attacking like the commercialization stuff yeah you know it's like how dare you make money we're like yeah dude i spend like you know you spend like 30 hours a week on this like yeah it'd be great if you could make some money so you could continue to do it like but as soon as people especially with i feel with the latino community is like like as an example that we've used before is like this woman, Belladonna, who um, is like a, you know, she has her own brand. She's like a musician. And, you know, I think she's in her thirties, like in her singer. Yeah. She's like a singer. She has her own brand. She like makes shirts and other types of products, but she gets like shit on pretty hard for appropriating sort of LA culture, like um, Chicano uh, culture in, in Los Angeles. And it's like, but she is Chicana, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but she's—I guess she's like light-skinned or something. And yeah, how dare you? Actually, <laughs> how dare you be a healthy human being <laughs> who figured out how yeah, to only, only actually, yeah, 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 who who figure who has like your business 
acumen together enough to actually yeah, yeah. make a living. Like I guarantee you, Belladonna's like Belladonna's not like a millionaire. Yeah, she's not yeah, even like a hundred thousandaire. Yeah. You know, absolutely, she's just yeah. doing this full time and is yeah. able to like enjoy what she does and like spread the culture. Yeah, so it's almost I feel kind of bad for for her and people that are kind of her age who who have managed to like really like hone their craft you know and and set up their business to only get shit on shit by on, yeah. like the fucking shitty us shitty millennials who are righteous and being like oh like it's all about like the community like yeah uh, and but part of the community is like building up proper infrastructure you know for us to really like thrive and and basically if you're gonna be mad at a chicana for doing it you're just gonna be mad at anybody <laughs> you know like it's not i mean i can understand the bullshit when like you know like people get annoyed Maybe with it. well or, or like you know fucking like uh that store um what is it called that store that urban outfitters <laughs> Like when Urban Outfitters, if Urban Outfitters was selling a bunch of Chicano stuff, like yeah, they yeah. do the Native American stuff, then it'd be fucking hella annoying. Cause yeah, which the, they do anyway. Which they do anyway, but yeah, people still fucking go there. <laughs> <laughs> like it might as well be someone from our, you know, it might as well be Belladonna. Like, yeah, I that that also got me thinking a lot when I was reading that when I'm reading that book that I'm reading right now, talking about Jews who are hating on each other. It's just like, yeah, nobody's gonna. Did you know that, you know how, you know, people, people, the stereotype about like, um, Jewish people being like, you know, money, good with money or whatever, yeah, uh, or being like lenders and whatnot. You know, the reason why, like they became lenders historically, no, because in a lot of, no, I do not. In a lot of Christian cultures, lending, uh, money was considered immoral and illegal but those those so Christian people couldn't be money lenders and so in a lot of areas they were effectively forced to be the money lenders huh. because in their like Bible or in the what is it, Torah or whatever it's not like against their whatever and they were basically like they had no other way to make money hmm. like they couldn't have land they couldn't like do this they can do that and they were like at the bottom of the totem pole economically, so that was the only thing left for them to do is hmm. become money lenders. Interesting. Yeah. So that's interesting. Nice. But Yeah, the the reason I wanted to call out that page is I think I've been listening to a little too much Tiger Belly recently. <laughs> which I suggest people watch. Is or that listen the what's to, his name? The uh, Bobby Lee one. Yeah, yeah. That shit is those guys are crazy, man. Like he Bobby Lee really does not give a fuck. He just talks about it's almost like problematic in the way that like he just calls out people and all the crazy shit that he used to do like on the road and stuff. But the reason that podcast is really cool, man, is because he just talks about like kind of like Asian infighting yeah, and how there's like a lot of really fucked up shit that they do as well. Yeah. <laughs> like, and yeah. uh, he is really interesting, man, because he is obviously like a fucking huge degenerate who took a very different path than like a lot of his family did. But he um, he's he's really funny and they're really open about the shit that they talk about. Mm. And um, yeah, if you guys uh, I'll send you the 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 one that I just listened to. It's really good. It's called the language of love episode. Um, They have a guest on there. This other Korean guy. And they spend a lot of time talking about how they were basically got their ass beat by their parents like growing up. And how there's like a lot of like shaming and shit that Asian people do or I guess from there. I'm not talking for them, but that's the shit that they say and. Um, but 
yeah, you know, it's it's the, also other uh, I think another reason why I really like it is because you know he talks a lot about being from you know immigrant parents and the struggle, and how he kind of went against the grain and it took him fucking forever. You know, he's he's forty six. He, wow. He's he's older. And, you know, he's yeah. I thought he was younger, but you know he's been in the game for a really long time and he's like really grinded and had trouble with like alcoholism and drug addiction. But yeah. uh, it's really cool I sh- if you guys like. Um, cool open raw ass stories and yeah suggest listening to tiger belly <laughs> but yeah we shouldn't call out other people here because not about that i mean I, I don't totally have a problem with it but i don't really I don't, no I, need, there's no yeah. reason to stir the pot yeah, yeah i don't have yeah. a reason like there's there's not i don't nothing has offended me enough i, I just yeah. i see it and i'm just like man what a waste of time for sure like You'd be doing so much other things with your time than doing than this. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's like those pages. Like I said, like they're looking for that, like that kind of like um, cheese mail. You know, they're, yeah. they're looking for yeah shit that's gonna really like get people talking. And I guess if that's what you want to do, then that's cool. But don't claim that you're some sort of like activist page or that you're yeah trying to because it just get they may they they could be those pages can be those things but it gets like really blurred when you start bringing up really fucking like well he, vapid he, ass shit here's <clears> the <throat> thing like it's not so much that maybe some of the issues that are brought up are are worth a discussion mm-hmm. but they're not brought up in a way that's exactly it's, that's it's an problem. attack that's the problem it's yeah. an attack as opposed to cuz cuz look like a lot of pages whether it's HuffPo Vox or you know Sean King or whoever like you know very smart brothers whatever yeah like a lot of times they'll bring stuff up and and they'll ask a question as opposed to like attack they're yeah. like has this gone too far yeah discuss yeah yeah right which is it's an attack in and of itself in some way but it's also it's 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 a, I think a little more critical yeah as opposed to uh, you know <laughs> or it, it's yeah. It encourages discussion as opposed to just attack. Yeah. And then basically, like, you know, the comment sections just become wars, flame wars yeah, between yeah. people. Like, you know, and it's not, they're not discussions anymore. It's just defense. Yeah. It's defending one side or another. And you're like, well, nobody's being critical here. So this is a fucking waste of time. <laughs> like, this is just. Mark pointless. Zuckerberg, come on, man. You got to fix those algorithms. Yeah. That's not going to happen. Yeah. It, yeah, this is this is different. This is, yeah, this is more about like yeah, writing and being critical. But anyway, I, you know, I I just kept like it's interesting. It's good. She has her, you know, they have her page. They have their pages. Um, I think that I I don't subscribe to these pages just because of that. I end up seeing about them because they end up blowing up out of those pages. Yeah, and end up elsewhere, and you're like, oh geez, what's going on here? But. <clears throat> I think that's the best thing you can do is not listen or not subscribe if you don't want to be part of this. Yeah. You don't agree with it. Like, just tune it out. Um, Until we get called out, which might happen. Yep. Um, I think we're good. I think we're good, though. Um, an hour here. So, if you'd like to call us out for, uh, for you can come <laughs> do it at, at this show next week. <laughs> we'll be appropriating uh, the numerous items at this <laughs> show. Um, whether they be audio or visual or yep. whatever. Uh, but, yeah, please, if you're in the Bay Area or in, in uh, Cali and want to roll through next, uh, this Sunday, August 6th, yep. uh, check it out. The uh, El Dusty Show, hosted by Juan Yerbas. Uh, Chulita Vinyl Club is going to be playing, yep. as is Mighty Fresh and Filthy Drones. 
come check it out. It's at the Ritz in San Jose, August 6th at 7 p.m. Yep. Uh, doors open. It's only five bucks. So yeah. what a fucking deal. And, dusty. Uh, 21 and over. Yeah, 21 and over. Hopefully we'll have some uh, this Madre merch. If you want to get some merch, come check it out. Oh, yeah. We need to do a new t-shirt. Maybe we can get one done in time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, if you like the podcast, please tell your friends about it. Subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube, Facebook, whatever the hell you like to listen to. And please leave a five-star review if you like it. And most importantly, please go read On Tyranny by Timothy Snyder. Yes, sir. All right, we'll see you all next week. Thanks, guys.